The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Rishi Sunak promised to restore integrity and ethics to the position of Prime Minister when he took the hot seat last October. That promise has been repeatedly tested as he approaches 100 days in charge. Is Rishi Sunak steering his party and his country in the right direction? Well, I'm joined now by Sky News political correspondent Tamara Cohen. Tamara, good morning. Good morning, Pat. He has been tested, has he not, as recently as last Sunday morning when he got a report on Zahawi and, and then sacked him. I mean, there have been few days since Rishi Sunak came in where he hasn't been severely tested. I think he wanted to come in and provide calm, competent government after a very turbulent time here in British politics. And in fact, the manner and circumstances in which he came into being prime minister made that impossible. He inherited a party who didn't trust him, so he had to appoint a lot of cabinet ministers um, who may not have been his first choice, and a lot of them came with some baggage. And uh, in the case of the party chairman, Nadim Zahawi, who got sacked on Sunday, um, so much baggage that an independent report found several um, major, major breaches. Um, And now he's um, under pressure over whether Dominic Raab, his deputy prime minister, uh, will need to go as well. So yes, and at very rocky time um, since Rishi Sunak came in um, with a lot of pressures that he wasn't hoping for. Now, uh, there are names that uh, are writ large like Dominic Rabb and it seems that he is accused of bullying in not one department but many. Yes, there are allegations now. There are now reported to be 24 allegations from civil servants in the three departments he worked in, uh, the Foreign Office, the Brexit Department and the Ministry of Justice. It's all being investigated by an independent barrister. And we're not expecting that report to be published um, for at least another few weeks because people are still giving evidence. Um, So if Rishi Sunak was hoping he could rush this one along, it doesn't sound like he'll be able to. And I think he'll be asked and by Keir Starmer today at Prime Minister's Questions, whether given the severity of what's been suggested, the reports in the newspapers are that someone was left feeling suicidal as a result of their interactions um, with Dominic Raab, he denies all of it, um, then, you know, given the severity of the allegations, should he be suspended while this inquiry is going on? Now, if that were to happen, that would be the third cabinet minister to leave their post since Rishi Sunak came in barely three months ago. So losing cabinet ministers left, right and centre, and it would add to the appearance of Rishi Sunak um, Rishi Sunak's weakness, mm. which Labour have really capitalised on, uh, and um, you know, really being um, buffeted by events. Um, Gavin Williamson, one of those who resigned, what did he do? So Gavin Williamson um, resigned from his position as minister without portfolio. No one is really clear um, exactly what Gavin Williamson's official job was also over um, issues of of bullying of civil servants. So um, this wouldn't be the first time. And although Dominic Raab is is loudly protesting his innocence, saying he's always behaved professionally, he just, you know, someone who expects high standards, the sheer volume of allegations at the moment makes that very Mm. tricky. Dominic Raab was a key ally of Rishi Sunak. And don't forget, he does not have that many key allies. He was not the party's first choice. You've got Boris Johnson looming large in the background. Um, Some very difficult moments coming up for Rishi Sunak, not least our local elections in May, in which if he doesn't do very well, um, the party could well um, start talking about um, whether he's really got it in him to win a general election. And of course, the budget in March, where you can already see conservative groups forming, saying if he doesn't cut taxes, we're going to be furious. If he doesn't do this, we're going to be furious. So, you know, he, he he needs key allies close with him. 
him. And um, he will be um, sad to see Dominic Raab, who, of course, um, you know, was one of his his big defenders during the leadership contest, um, go from, um, you know, being deputy prime minister. But it's such a high profile position. And in the last few weeks since this all came to light, Dominic Raab has had to basically remain silent. And he was someone who was used a lot in the media to talk about Rishi Sunak and what he was achieving. So if you look at the last hundred days, not only lots of resignations, but conservatives are saying, what have we actually achieved? And of course, uh, Boris uh, looms somewhere in the background. Uh, I was going to say looms large, but perhaps (laughs) after the BBC controversy, um, (laughs) that shadow is getting a bit smaller. Yes, I mean, Boris Johnson is for the moment um, talking about things of interest to him, Ukraine and so on. I think he's going to be doing some more TV tonight um, with uh, his friend Nadine Dorries on her new uh, TV show. So he is uh, making his presence felt. And although he insists he's not interested in frontline politics, there are some of his allies saying, why don't you make him the party chairman? Um, I think he will wait in the background, wait in the wings and perhaps be ready to pounce um, if Rishi Sunak is seen to um, be going down the wrong path. And I think one issue which people wonder if Boris Johnson will intervene on is uh, Brexit and what looks uh, like perhaps an imminent deal to be done with mm. the EU on the Northern Ireland Protocol. Will Boris Johnson um, and uh, his his allies intervene on that? I think he could make life difficult for Rishi Sunak, um, but he'll need to judge which issue would be worth doing that over yeah. and whether he has enough people behind him. Yeah. The, the, the Times of London is reporting uh, that there is a deal that's already been agreed but yet not yet published, where uh, the EU would back off on the European Court of Justice uh, to some degree. And also there would be green and red lanes going into Northern Ireland, uh, green for those goods destined to stay in Northern Ireland and red for those that would be carrying through to the Republic. And only the red uh, traffic would be checked uh, by customs. So that's the bones of the deal. We'll see whether that comes to pass. But um, the front of the I newspaper, angry Tories confront Hunt over refusal to cut taxes. And this is the bunch of people who you know, would be allies of Liz Truss and maybe Boris as well, including Lord Frost and John Redwood, and uh, who seem determined to make trouble. That's right. I mean, yesterday we heard from the IMF that the outlook for Britain's economy this year is pretty grim. The lowest growth of any advanced economy, including uh, Russia, expected. Now, of course, these projections do change and they've changed quite a bit even since the autumn. But certainly in the, that has given a boost to the Conservative MPs who think that rather like Liz Truss, that they need to take big steps to boost economic growth. And a lot of them want to see Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor, announce tax cuts in his budget in mid-March. Now, there is little to no chance of that happening because Jeremy Hunt made very clear in our mini-budget, the autumn statement back in November, that um, there isn't much money around and that we are going to be facing um, a very difficult picture for many years to come, that we're not expecting there to be any good news on taxes, um, probably for the whole of this year. And we'd be lucky to have any even before the next election, which we expect to be um, at the end of next year. So I think this is going to be a moment where if Jeremy Hunt delivers more bad news, there's going to be a, a group of committed MPs, many of them former cabinet ministers under Liz Truss, who um, start to be 
openly critical and being openly critical is a problem um, for Rishi Sunak because divided parties, uh, as their strategists often tell them, don't win elections. And so um, there, he's going to have a big job of party management around this budget to prevent people who have been in government, don't feel they'll ever be in government again, so they can say whatever they like, saying, you know, is Jeremy Hunt yeah. choking off growth um, with these uh, with this big restriction hmm. of, of public spending? And I think the backdrop to it is also going to be more and more strikes. We've got big big strikes um, in the UK today, teachers and civil servants, and they're planning many, many more probably to coincide with his budget in mid-March. Tamara, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Tamara Cohen, Sky News political correspondent. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.